This is Listen Likely, the show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. Here's your chance to plan your family activities and learn more about what your city government and your neighbors are doing to make Lakeland a great place to live, work, and play. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the August edition of Listen Lakeland Radio Show. I'm Jennifer Smer with Lakeland Vision. Today's show will feature a profile on Lakeland's John Bucklew, owner of 1720 and co-founder of Lakeland's soon-to-open food hall, The Joinery. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jen. Uh, how are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm not stressed at all. At all. <laughs> how long have you uh, been on this this road of opening up the joinery? Um, I would say this is a long time running, probably about two to two and a half years. Um, it's in its current form, which is a strictly a food hall with a brewery, was not the original vision. Okay. But it is um, what it morphed into, and we couldn't be more thrilled about how it's coming out. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's get just a moment and learn a little bit more about you. Did you grow mm-hmm. up here in Lakeland? I moved here when I was nine. Um, that was 1987. And I lived on the north side of town. Uh, I went to Paget Elementary, Lake Gibson Junior High, before there was a middle school there. Okay. And then Lake Gibson High School. So, yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty much a Floridian at this point. A country boy? A country boy from the north side. Okay. <laughs> um, for those who have not heard of the joinery, which is a food hall, could you like kind of briefly explain what exactly you're working on? Sure. So we are taking a 12,000 square foot building that used to house Lakeland Brewing Company. And um, we opened up the entire space. It used to have just a section that was kind of closed off and air conditioned for their tap room and tables and chairs. Um, and then it had a big, <coughs> big area that was a warehouse. So what we did is we opened the entire building up and we are putting around the central existing uh, commercial kitchen, we're putting seven food vendors that kind of uh, kind of go around the outside of that and then there will be seating surrounding all of that all around the exterior walls and all around the middle area right in between all the food vendors and the brewery so it's kind of like a um, I would say the closest comparison would be like the food court in a mall but minus all the retail spaces and plus a brewery and a bar okay and for our listeners who are around Lakeland mm-hmm. or the Polk County Central Florida area maybe the closest thing to this would be Armature Works yes. in Tampa. Yes. Armature Works in Tampa is a large version of what we're doing. I think that's about 30,000 square feet for their Public Heights market somewhere okay. around there. Um, so yeah, it's a smaller it's a little bit smaller version of that and then add a brewery into the mix and that's okay. it. So a place like Armature Works has several food vendors. They have mm-hmm. a a pizza shop, they have mm-hmm. a ramen uh, place, mm-hmm. um, they have sushi, they mm-hmm. have a fresh kind of kitchen, steak yep. frites. What kind of vendors do you see bringing to Lakeland? So that has been um, the fun part for us. Sarah and I are foodies at heart. We have spent many Aren't years. We all? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Love food. Yeah, me too. Did you bring food this morning? Yes. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. I ate it already. Um, he has no food. I have no food. I apologize. Uh, so we we were just excited to bring a couple of new concepts that we don't have here in Lakeland already, and then really showcase some um, some artisanal food, um, some of which we have some similarities here. But you know, trying to bring like a new, fresh take on some staples, and then add some things to Lakeland. So we will have a coffee shop that uh, will be the open in the morning. Uh, they're called King State Coffee. 
and they are from Tampa. They've been roasting for a while. They have a spot that they recently opened in Tampa. They're going to come in and be the coffee vendor. They'll also do like breakfast sandwiches and um, stuff along those lines. Then next to them we have somebody we're bringing in to do um, Belgium liege waffles and artisan ice cream. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then next to that we have someone who's going to do wood-fired pizza in a wood-fired pizza oven. And then we have dun, 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 ramen coming to Lakeland. Yeah, so, amazing. Amazing. And uh, we have had the ramen from this chef, and it's awesome. Okay. So we're very excited because we don't have a, a ramen place. We have a couple places that have ramen on the menu, but yeah. we don't have and a restaurant that is super traditional. Yeah, exactly. So we, we don't have a place that's focusing specifically just on artisan ramen. I so. heard a rumor that this particular ramen vendor actually traveled to Japan and spent some time there. He studying. did very recently, actually, yeah. too. And he's trained at some other well-known uh, ramen restaurants here in Central Florida. So and he's been in Lakeland a long time, too, working in the restaurant industry. So Okay. Um, I know we had briefly spoken a few months ago, and you were saying just about the amount of applicants for being a vendor. Mm-hmm. So how... How do you go about choosing that? And how exciting for Lakeland that we have so many people eager mm-hmm. to do something special at the joinery? Yeah, that's it's exciting for sure. The The word has spread. And we um, it, before we even had our ducks in a row with, you know, the final layout and architectural drawings, we had, you know, there were a couple of news blurbs and we had people coming out of the woodworks from all over Central Florida, mm-hmm. you know, basically submitting their resumes and applications for coming into the joinery so picking how this is going to work and who's going to be in there has been a bit of a challenge um do you have a lot of um a lot of lakeland locals giving input as to what they want yeah did you ever ask that question we did we've been asking on like instagram and social media that kind of thing for input early on and then once we started just getting the onslaught of applicants we thought well we just need to start weeding through this and you know, first of all, we don't want there to be competition between the vendors. We want everyone to offer something unique so that you have such a variety of offerings. Um, and, you know, and we want we want the space to have a certain vibe and atmosphere. So I think that it's about the type of food. It's about the quality of the food, the presentation, um, the branding, the focus, the, the entire picture. So uh, we have we we have worked our way to you know, find the concepts that we think will work best together and then mm-hmm. find the best opportunities to bring those concepts into the space. And so far we've been very fortunate um, in finding people for pretty much everything that we wanted to have in there. Yeah, as as also a foodie and mm-hmm. someone working in the food industry, I look forward to a, a very traditional ramen coming to Lakeland. Yeah, me and, too. And um, just the, like, the diversity that you can find in a food, food hall, like what mm-hmm. you're doing. And you've said we a lot during the interview uh, yes I um do. so you're not doing this alone but with your wife what's yeah. that been like um that's fun and uh and exciting so sarah <laughs> sarah is my wife and um so we've been married for 15 years and the first i don't know 10 years or so of our marriage we were both traveling very heavily she worked for a software company and she was a monday through friday like road warrior she'd fly out on monday to who knows where somewhere in mm-hmm. anywhere from missouri to to uh, Connecticut, to Seattle, to Canada, to wherever. And Mm -hmm. then she'd fly home on Friday. And I was playing music in a band, um, a band from Lakeland called Copeland. And I was touring maybe two months at a time. So I would be gone for longer spurts. And, you know, she would come and meet up with me on the weekend wherever I was and then fly back out to her next job. So we've had a lot of fun traveling together. And 
you know, our our taste for, you know, design, architecture and and food has grown over the over the years of our travel. And so this together is kind of marrying our love for design, um, our ability to make things with 1720 being, you know, our other company, which is a furniture company, so we can build a lot of the things for the joinery to our aesthetic. Yeah. And um, we're not restaurateurs, but, you know, we love and appreciate good food. So it's a way for us to kind of curate a space, design it, and build a lot of the things in it. Um, so she brings so much to the table when it comes to organization and details and design. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a lot of capabilities with the shop to be able to make unique things for the space and really implement something different. So, you know, I think it's a great uh, marriage, I guess, for lack of a better word, of, uh, of what we can both bring to the table and bring something new and fresh to Lakeland. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, is there any, like quick story you would have for our listeners about what it might be like to work with your wife. I think you have this romance of thinking if you are married or you have a significant mm -hmm. other, like, oh, if we could just spend all day, every day together, <laughs> um, that would be amazing. But is it like that? Is Are you just like head over heels? Everything is butterflies and rainbows and- Oh yeah. Yeah? Uh -huh. um, but do you have a quick like, story, <laughs> maybe something that happened more recently where Let's see. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to say give give me your worst argument. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe there was just a moment. Yeah, there are lots of them. Um, <laughs> not necessarily arguments, but just like, <laughs> you know, it's abrasive and just. But just like you use sandpaper to soften wood and mm -hmm. to get a smooth and finished result, I think that the the aggregate between us in the way that we approach things ultimately yields a better pr end product. Mm -hmm. And so as as um, tense and frustrating as it can be, I think that she and I have, first of all, we're surrounded by a great community of people who support us and who are, are walking through the details with us and, and just involved in our relationship and our marriage. And I think that's very healthy and important, you yes. know, in something like this, is to have friends who are very involved. But... Um, I think that there's an underlying respect between the two of us for um, for our talents and what we bring to the table. Uh, that doesn't mean that there is not that there aren't arguments and that it doesn't get abrasive. But um, I think ultimately, we we both respect respect and appreciate each other enough to be able to work through it. So, you know, some of the um, like a typical thing would be I'll call her on the phone out of the blue, mm -hmm. and I'll say hey, did we pick plumbing faucets that are going to come directly out of the concrete sinks or did they need to be in the wall because the plumbers are plumbing that section in and the drywall guys are okay. going to put the drywall over it tomorrow? And she's like, what? You're catching me off the blue with this decision and I have to now go <laughs> search for every faucet mm -hmm. and find the best faucet that's going to fit in this. And that was like on the back burner and now I have, you know, 10 minutes to do this. Mm -hmm. And so she'll be frustrated. And so we have to find this balance of like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm holding back the waters like the hoover dam like of all these like pressured decisions mm -hmm. and she feels like she's making them as fast as possible and i'm pressuring her to make them quickly so i'm very decisive and i'm very like get it done check off my to-do list and she's very thorough in wanting to research and very thorough and thoughtful in the design so most of the abrasiveness just comes from things like that where i have to now pressure her because i need a decision now and mm -hmm. there's not a lot of time or it's going to make it difficult down the road to go back and redo it um yeah that's i think that's the bulk okay. of it yeah For but overall i think it's great to me i so sarah is not the kind of person who would jump out and do this kind of thing she's a little more you know fearful about the unknowns and mm -hmm. for some reason i just have no fear about this stuff i'm like well what's the worst that could happen i'll go deliver pizzas and 
pay the bills. That's you a know? great mindset to have. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not afraid to do these kind of things. And so I, I think one thing that's real special to me about this is that I'm able to showcase Sarah's abilities by my fearlessness in going forward and bringing her into this project in a way that she wouldn't do on her own. And I think um, it, it excites me to see her be able to implement a vision that she would have in her head that she wouldn't otherwise do. That's really beautiful. Thanks. Um, for anyone who is listening, John and Sarah have uh, worked with a couple of different video companies uh, here in Lakeland and are kind of documenting the process of starting the joinery. So if, if they wanted to find that, would it be on YouTube, John? And just search the joinery? Is yeah. it something on your website? Uh, I think all of the just above. like a quick blurb of them finding it is important because mm -hmm. I think you get to know someone um, and the faces behind what they're doing and you see just about how much John has personally invested from the shock for me is seeing these videos and wondering this person is literally on a 30 foot um, machine yeah. uh, spray painting the top yeah. and just and I'm scared at, of heights yes and thinking about those moments yeah there are a lot of people who would just say, oh, I can't do that. That's not within my realm, but you're capable. It's for sure within what you are doing at yeah. 1720. And so you are genuinely building this from the ground up, which I don't know that many people get that experience or yeah. understand not only the building part of what like physically is happening, mm -hmm. but the design and mm -hmm. everything that's going into joinery. So I'm really excited. I think they should try to find those videos. Yeah, thank you. Um, you can definitely find them on our Instagram or on our website, and I think there's a YouTube page where we're hosting the videos, and I think we have a Facebook too. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's you know, and it's um, I don't I don't necessarily have all of those capabilities, but I'm just not afraid to figure it out and do mm -hmm. it. And and we are very hands on. So like you said, I was up in the a big boom lift, mm -hmm. painting trusses while the roof was off. Uh, and I'm scared of heights. Mm -hmm. And so Sarah's like, it looks like you got over your fear of heights. I'm like, nope, yeah. <laughs> I'm still afraid of heights. I'm just painting the trusses anyway. Um, so a lot has changed in Lakeland since mm -hmm. 1987 when you moved here. Mm -hmm. A little uh, bit. Yeah. Since we got a mall built on the north side. <laughs> okay. And it used to be a dirt hill that I would ride my bike on. Oh, nice. And then they finally built it. Okay. And now it's still there. Um, I don't know how long that will last, but it is there. Um, but since the, those changes, even since I can think about uh, 2005 when I moved to Lakeland, mm -hmm. um, a lot of culture has come into Lakeland. Yes. And a food hall is uh, no change to that. They're popping up around the United States, mm -hmm. and they do bring an aspect of culture to a city, whether it be the first ramen shop or some very authentic pizza. Mm -hmm. um, there's never too much coffee, so I love that you have mm -hmm. someone new coming in as well. Um, but what, what do you see the food hall doing as far as shaping the food industry and that scene in Lakeland? What, how do you see that changing this culture a little bit? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say first and foremost, I really see it dovetailing with what the LEDC is doing through Catapult. Um, I, I think, uh, so Catapult is, is an incubator for small businesses and offers support mm -hmm. for young entrepreneurs. And they're building a 38,000 square foot facility literally like three parcels down from where the joinery is. Uh, and a big portion of that is a commissary kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, we even had a local baker who started out of Catapult mm -hmm. who worked in the commissary kitchen. 
so she might know what it's like. Um, He's talking about me. I started a bakery here in Lakeland called Board and Bread Bakehouse. Mm-hmm. So shameless plug, that. but everybody knows Catapult that. is amazing and such yes. a great foundation for and anyone beginning. Yeah, and so I think the food hall idea is um, is a great landing pad for a new concept or to test out something unique without taking on the risk of building out an entire retail space and uh, investing a lot of money in in all aspects of it. You know, and going back to community. It's, it's right. a great community. It's a great beginning. Exactly. It's a great community. Um, you know, I, I like the word coopetition. Um, we, <laughs> nice. we use that. Did you make that up? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I, you know, I feel like, so in the furniture making, I feel like like all of our, all the local kind of furniture makers and cabinet builder guys are, are sort of, um, you know, we feel like a team. Like we help each other. We share equipment. Uh, we help each other in installs. We brainstorm mm-hmm. how to do things. Um, we throw each other work when it's something that would be closer to them. And I, I think that uh, Lakeland has that community sense about it. Not everybody has that mentality, but I think enough of us do to where it's certainly a draw to the town. And I, I think that the food hall here is really going to um, kind of showcase the community aspect of the town. I think we'll have businesses that are working well together and um, you know joining together, joinery, mm-hmm. um, to make a, kind of a unified space and, and overall customer experience. So. So if you've never visited a food hall before, often it is just that. You walk in, and it's a large hall of, as John said earlier, there's one in uh, Tampa called Armature Works, but there are several different concepts under one roof, often in a hall kind of setting. Um, Like a food court, maybe in a mall, but um, more upscale, like mini restaurants. So if we were to go into... um, I don't know, maybe your favorite food hall. Mm-hmm. What is it that you love most about food halls? Why why, why the joinery? And, and what is it that someone yeah. could experience or, or think about experiencing if they've never been to one? Yeah, so I think there's probably three things. Um, number one is going to be like an elevated and diverse food experience. Because it's, you know, you're not just walking into a food court mm-hmm. with your typical run-of-the-mill options. You have unique, local... It's like one Belgian waffle, yeah. one cup of coffee, a, yeah. a soup uh, or ramen. Right. And, 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 and then... <laughs> every one is going to be like at the peak of its, you know, uh, okay. of its genre of or style of food cuisine. Um, so it's just having like a well curated option of food. Number two is going to be design for us. And number three is going to be uh, customer experience. So those three things, I think, are, are key for us in any food hall. And um, we've been to, you know over a dozen of these things all around the country and we, we certainly have some favorites the source is one of our favorites in denver i think it has a really cool vibe from that the space that it was in originally we got a lot of ideas from them you know earlier on uh there's a couple in portland that we really like um obviously there's one in downtown los angeles that we've been to a lot and um uh, what called is grand it? central uh gr- yeah, grand, grand union union, yeah. union station or something i can't yeah. remember uh then there's there's a, a small chain of them called Italy. There's one in New York and yeah, Mario Batali's mm-hmm. company. There's one in Pennsylvania at an old uh, train station. It's probably one of the oldest kind of. It's more like a food hall and a market. And then we have a couple in Florida. We have one in in West Palm that's fairly new called Grand or Grandview Public Market. Okay. And I think that's a really great example of the size and scale of what we're doing. And okay. I, I love the design of that place. It's very bright and light. It feels very Florida. A lot of natural light and white and black and kind of clean and modern. So as you're explaining it, uh, food mm-hmm. halls around America do not seem to fit any sort of jello mold right. as far as style and what they offer. Um, 
if you were to kind of close your eyes and explain what you sense as far as who's going to be in there, mm-hmm. how busy it would be, or like an average day, what mm-hmm. kind of person's coming in and what does that day look like? Well, I think the average person is going to be me because I'm building it because I want it. <laughs> okay. And I want to go here to eat and okay. hang out all the time. He's bald. He has a white beard uh-huh. and he's wearing a gingham shirt. So yeah. there will be lots of bald, white bearded yeah. gingham shirt. It's going to be great. It'll be wonderful. It will be uh, wonderful. But with all I those mean, people in it. No, do, you, th- do you think it'll be community driven? Is yes, it families? 100%. Is it a specific group of people? No. Do you have to dress a certain way? No. Okay. Okay. So... I think that there are kind of newer concepts where you do feel this uh, intimate kind of, I don't know if I'm going to fit in here. Right. Is this place for me? Yeah, I would hope that it it would feel comfortable for everyone. Um, Obviously, design wise, it's going to be, you know, heavily our aesthetic and and Sarah and and mine Um, because we're we're designing it and we're building all the furnishings for it and we're kind of curating the restaurants. So it will be, um, you know, it, it will be heavily like, like our our vibe, but I hope that that vibe is sort of is comfortable for everyone. I think it's sh- it's a casual place. You don't have to dress up to come to it. The food is going to be fast casual. You'll order from the vendors, and you know they'll buzz you when it's ready. It's usually send you a text message or something like that. Um, it'll be family friendly. Um, there's a dog park going in next door, so we plan to have a designated oh, dog area funny. outside for people to still be customers and have their dogs. Um, yeah, I, I hope that it doesn't come off pretentious by any stretch. You know, I hope it just feels comfortable and fun and vibrant and something different in Lakeland. You know, I think, um, you know, we just have a different take on, on look and feel. And, and there's not a lot of that in Central Florida in general. So I think this will just kind of be unique to the town. And, and I hope it feels comfortable and inviting for people because that's what we want it to be. I, I'm, I'm positive that you all will have no problem getting people there with yeah. Lakeland Brewing Company starting there um, yeah. as a brewery and just the location itself being yeah. on Lake Mirror. <clears throat> um, if you've never been to this location before, um, it has got such a beautiful um, kind of showcase of one of Lakeland's Great Lakes and downtown. And so just being outside alone is reason enough to go. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you are an adult and you enjoy adult brever- beverages, do you mm-hmm. have a plan for the brewery equipment i know that all of that was remaining when you took over the space right is there something that you want to do with that or is it just going to be a a design element yeah (laughs) um no we are definitely going to put it to use Um, there's a fantastic uh, brewery system there brewing system there Mm -hmm. um yeah lakeland brewing company spared no expense when they set it up for sure Sure. and um, as much as we loved going there and being patrons um Ultimately, it didn't work out for, for them. And so they sort of cleared the path for us. And, um, you know, what, what they did, the foundation that they laid is what's enabling us to be able to do this here because the brewery is a big, big part of this. Um, you know, we w- so we started on this in this specific location a little over a year ago. And we have been we worked with a couple, actually probably three different breweries about coming in and operating it and running the bar. OK. And. Ultimately, ultimately, we were unable to, to work out an arrangement where everyone felt comfortable um, because it's such a big setup and, um, and there'd be such a large tenant in the space. And, you know, they, they would have just only exclusivity over a certain um, portion of the area that it, it just it didn't we couldn't make it make it work to have one brewer come in and operate the space. So. Our new vision is to um, operate it 
kind of like we're doing the rest of the food hall as like a community brewery. Oh. So we would like to have multiple brewers who something come in. Something rotating. Yeah, either rotating or multiple brewers come in consistently and brew something unique here that's only brewed at the joinery. And that beer will be sold here, but and could also be sold at other places in their own tap rooms as well. Uh, so we have a lot of breweries who are interested in being a part of it. Uh, Can you tell us anything front. about any of those? I'm always going to push. Yeah, sure. Well, more for <coughs> our listeners than me, but also I'm. Yeah, I mean we're in, we're in nosy. talks with a lot of local breweries. One of our favorites is Grove Roots, and we really wanted Grove Roots to to come in and, mm-hmm. and operate the equipment exclusively. Um, but I'm th- a big fan. They're out of Winter Haven. Yes, they're in Winter Haven, and they have a fantastic brewery over mm-hmm. there. And Joe Dunham, who founded it, is a really great guy too. And and his beer is out of this world. It's very good. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so <clears throat> he and his wife own um, the brewery, and they're also distributing now, and they're growing very quickly in distribution. Uh, so they have a lot on their plate, and I think this would just ultimately be too much for them to do on their own. But he wants to be a part of this still, which I'm grateful for because mm-hmm. I really, I really want him to be involved in his in his company in this beer so maybe a little bit of a complicated question that we can completely um dismiss but is there another concept you believe lakeland needs as you are creating something so unique for lakeland and we want to continue opening up doors to make lakeland greater for our community and mm-hmm. fill voids is there anything that you have a radio audience right now is yeah do you want to bring someone to do something else Bring someone to do something else. Yeah, bring someone to do something. <clears throat> That's a great question. I would say, and this is probably just self-indulgent on my part mm-hmm. because of my um, design and and um, love of architecture and modernism, I think that we're missing modern residences here. Ah. I think that Lakeland has such a unique history of being designed forward. You look at Frank Lloyd Wright. Wright. Mm -hmm. So we have the largest collection, consolidated collection of Frank Lloyd Wright work here in Lakeland. And so we were were a design forward and a a modernist mindset when it came to aesthetic and architecture. Mm And uh, I don't see why we couldn't be that again. So I I don't know who the powers that be, uh, you know, are out there to make this happen but Mr. Hey, Mayor I hope you're listening <laughs> <laughs> uh you know and maybe that's maybe that's next for us I don't know um, okay who knows but either either multifamily residences or, or or single family homes but I think that we're just kind of in a rut design wise with our new construction and residences and type and style of renovations and I I just think we could we could do well to have some modern clean line aesthetic around here as we close up this mm-hmm. um conversation when can we expect that the joiner would be open and how often is it open um would it be a few days a week is it seven days a week mm-hmm. um and as you think about uh opening what's a realistic time frame that we can begin cravings now for ramen and conversations and just overall community that the joiner is going to bring to lakeland well, <clears throat> so I think what's remaining, we're, we're almost, so it's, it's the end of July. We're about to start August. I think we have a couple more weeks of the, of the main construction scope of the renovation, and then it will be the vendors coming in and doing all the furnishings and the detailed stuff and finishes. And um, that is the hardest part to gauge, I mm-hmm. think, because a lot of that is going to fall on me and uh, my employees at 1720 as we kind of transfer the 
the workload and, and build out a lot of the interior stuff. Um, so right now, our goal is to be open, soft opening in mid-October and have some kind of a grand opening party by, before the end of October. Okay. Um, and that's, uh, that's our goal. And how often will the joinery be open? Have you set hours yet? Is that yes. still to be de determined? No, I think we have. We have our basic hours. We will have. We'll be open uh, Monday through Thursday, seven a.m. to ten p.m. So we'll be open in the morning for coffee and meetings and lunches and dinners, and then Friday and Saturday we will extend the closing hours to eleven, and then Sunday will be slightly reduced hours. Those are to be determined. I think we're going to get a, a consensus from the vendors, okay. and we're going to test some Sunday hours. Um, I love the idea of having a day off of a week, and a lot of restaurants close one day a week around mm -hmm. here, but I also feel like Sunday is an underserved day. I feel I like after church, is, uh, it's hard to find many options open, and we end up you know, supporting the businesses who are open. So I, th I, I would like to, there to be some service on Sundays. Um, yeah, but we'll, that's all kind of consensus well, of the vendors. It's their businesses, too. Yes, I am a big fan of what you guys are doing Thank from um, how much you've personally gotten involved mm -hmm. to bringing uh, seemingly seven new local uh, businesses to um, to patron and just overall what um, the joinery is going to bring from a culture standpoint to Lakeland. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this and giving our listeners an opportunity to know more about you and what you're doing. I know that if you want to follow them, I'm, they have a Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. and I'm sure a, wor a website. We're mm -hmm. working on a website. No, we have one. And yeah. so if you want to look up the joinery, it's spelled just like you would uh, imagine, J-O-I-N-E-R-Y. Mm -hmm. um, it's got the L-K-L-D tag, though. So it's thejoineryLKLD.com. Okay. And so uh, look them up, give them a follow, stay up to date um, on their website and on their social media platforms. Thank you for listening. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications. Truly a community working together to provide an exceptional quality of life. Thanks for listening.